0: Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? you have come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Welcome to Harness the Web. We're here today with Mike King. He's the founder of King Family Consulting, a boutique marketing firm that specializes in helping small businesses strategically leverage Facebook to have more conversations with their ideal prospects. King Family Consulting is based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mike has been married to his lovely bride, Jody, for 13 years. They have two kids, one dog, one cat, and one bunny. And that all helps to keep his life very interesting and full of joy. Yay! <laughs> hey, welcome today to Harness the Web. I'm here today with Mike King, and we want to talk to him about uh, his business, but we really also want to get a feel for him. Who is Mike King? Right. So we're going to ask him some questions about that. Right. Mike, how would you like to describe yourself?
1: Wow. Um I'm just a a father, a husband and uh try to just be the best uh man and person I can be in the in my com- community.
0: Cool, very cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And um so when you meet somebody new, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. How do you tell them what you do? Cuz like reading what you do is a little convoluted if you will.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I just explained to them that I help companies use Facebook strategically to have more conversations with their ideal prospects each and every day. Um, That's basically what it comes down to, um, you know, maybe on a higher level, allocating some of their marketing budget uh, so that they can get a better return and hold that budget accountable. A lot of small businesses, you know, especially now, uh, you know, they need to make sure, one, their marketing's working. And two, that they're actually getting some sort of measurable return uh, from that, and not just wasting it. Is as, as, as to be blunt, you know, on things like billboards and, and and other things that a lot of clients that I've worked with have have used because they see their peers doing it and they think that's that's the way way to go.
0: Yeah, and how do you how do you? Because there's another group of people who I think. Um, do that there's some people who uh push social media Mm -hmm. but they don't they don't have any way to measure what they're doing or results so they they hook someone in and um get them to spend money with them but they can't really deliver results
1: yeah how do you deal with
0: that question
1: man that's super frustrating um you know the person that that asked me about that Really, I just like to give them a demo, and we just walk through things we've done in the past for clients. Uh, my integrity means everything to me, uh, so sometimes I probably tell too much uh, to the client, um, but that's the way I was raised, uh, and I'm never going to change that. So I like to just walk people through uh, what they're what they're going to be getting and what it what it looks like, and it and it seems to work. Um, you know, a quick story: I did have a client who was in that situation. They spent $7,000 to have this professional video made that their marketing company told them, uh, they would be able to use and it would accomplish a a certain uh, outcome for them. Uh, so they spent the money, had the video made, turned it over to the marketing company and paid them their, their retainer, uh, to do what they do. And and the company couldn't even get it approved to, to run on Facebook. So in a, panic this guy called me three days before his event and was like hey you know can you at least get this video approved so that we can run it on Facebook and I'm <laughs> like I'll take a look I don't know why these other guys couldn't so long story short we were able to get the video approved without a problem and, and a lot of views to it and and at least help him accomplish that part of his, his goal so yeah there is a lot of unfortunately misinformation and it's kind of the wild wild west so you, you got to make sure you're you're a small business, you're asking the right questions, and you're actually having people walk you through uh, what you're getting, they should be able to show you some sort of tangible proof um, or, or, or idea of what to expect. That's cool.
0: And um, you know, you work with small businesses, you're medium-sized, what size businesses, what kind of industry are they in?
1: Yeah, so we started out in real estate uh, just because I had 13 years in that industry. Uh, before I started my marketing company, um, but we've kind of branched out, and I work with insurance companies. I work with inspectors. I'm working with a charter school down in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, really, it's, now it's evolved to any small business that wants to be able to use Facebook strategically uh, to have those conversations with their ideal prospects so that they can hopefully generate more sales and more revenue for their business.
0: And do you do that with Facebook ads or some other way?
1: Yeah, primarily with ads, and then we have some other social media outlets that we'll use to to help uh, segment that. So, uh, you know, one of our strategies in terms of of branding with a lot of clients, uh, because some of them, you know, they want to be seen everywhere, is uh, we really create a, a fence of omnipresence uh, so that anywhere their prospects or their current clients go on the Internet, uh, they're seeing, uh, you know, my client. Uh, so that way they can stay top of mind. And when the prospect or the client is is ready to move forward or, or needs them, they think of my client first instead of their competitor or somebody
0: else. That's cool. And how did you get into this? Like this yeah, is great. pretty far, <laughs> far, you know, far off from... You know, a guy doing, what did you do in high school? Who was uh, a guy who played basketball? But-
1: I did basketball, football, went to college, played uh, basketball, played a little bit after college. And then I just kind of fell into uh, mortgage lending. Um, did that for 13 years. Um, but I've always been obsessed. Well, I, my passion has always been marketing. So I've been reading Dan Kennedy books and, you know, Ogilvy books and stuff really since I was 16. Uh, when I came across my first book on, on real estate and a guy in there referenced uh, Dan Kennedy. Um, so I got started in this because I just wanted to do something different. I was kind of burnt out and I had done some marketing things before and I was thinking, what is it that I can get back into that I'm passionate about uh, that you know I haven't done anything with in a long time and, and marketing came back to mind and I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to explore this a little bit more. So I actually started dabbling around and helping some people with LinkedIn. uh, And one of my clients for that came to me and said, hey, do you do anything with Facebook? Could you help me with that? And I said, no, but I'm confident in my ability to learn and figure things out. Uh, You know, why don't we do this? And I came back to him and I said, hey, here's this course on Facebook ads. Uh, How about you pay me? I'll, uh, I'll take the course. And then I'll, I'll do it all for you for free. And he was like, yeah, I like that. So that's the deal we struck. And that was kind of the, the evolution into, into the Facebook
0: side. Um, that's awesome. Just,
1: yeah, sit the ground running from there.
0: That's cool. Um, and so what kind of industry was that guy in?
1: Uh, that was actually, yeah, he was in finance. So lending, mortgage lending.
0: That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do anything with appraisers?
1: Uh, no, I don't have any current clients that are appraisers, but uh, I don't know if necessarily that would be that would probably that'd be better facilitated probably by uh, LinkedIn. And the reason I would say that for those guys is because with my experience in lending, typically an, an appraiser, their contact is going to be someone at the bank that makes the decision uh, and, and hires them, because uh, typically a, a bank. If they're a bigger bank, they have a group of appraisers in an area that they have to farm out the orders to. Uh-huh. Uh, so the ideal channel for that would probably be LinkedIn versus Facebook. Okay. i could probably do some good things on Facebook in terms of staying top of mind. Um, but, yeah, for someone like that, I'd probably start with, with LinkedIn.
0: So, um, like, in doing all this, it sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. The Internet sounds great. sounds really easy. Sure. Um, But um, I'm sure there's been some frustrations along the way that you've had. Um, Tell us about one of them. Yeah,
1: frustrations, uh, especially with real estate, Um, probably in the last year because Facebook got sued by HUD uh, for they claim that Facebook, through their advertising, allowed people to, to redline. Redline is a lending term where you only lend in a certain Uh, community. Let's say if you, if you have a state, you're only lending in certain areas uh, and that goes against uh, real estate guidelines and and laws. So they sued HUD for that. So I'm sorry, they sued Facebook for that. So Facebook had to change some of their targeting uh, in real estate. So where you could no longer go inside a 15 mile circle. So if you had a city uh, like before I could pinpoint a street if I wanted to advertise on a street. Now I got to stay, uh, there's a 15 mile circle around wherever I drop a pin or, or if I put in a zip code, uh, an area. So trying to just figure out how to navigate that, um, because real estate for realtors and lenders tends to be more of a local thing. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there was a lot of challenges with that at first, but I think we've done a good job of, of working around that and in addressing that, um, in other ways, but it, it, it crushed a lot of other people.
0: That's amazing. Um, and is that the, like, <clears throat> if you find that a lot, those kinds of things or. Um, yeah,
1: some things, you know, like that's, that's why I like marketing and, uh, I get so excited because I feel like one of my best strengths is like thinking outside the box. So people come to me with problems. And, you know, I ask them a couple of questions and I'll take a look at how people have maybe tried to address that problem before. I don't know. My mind just pulls in all this other stuff that I've been exposed to in all these different industries. And, you know, I'm like, all right, this is this is the way we we go. This is what uh, we need to do. I'll give you a quick example. I had a client down in Florida who wanted to target uh, investors and people who wanted to buy uh, second homes in the price range of a a million to three million dollars down this community in Florida. And most of the people that came to that community were from out of state. New York area, Connecticut, um, Long Island. And so the challenge was, okay, how do we find those people? And then how do we advertise in front of them? So it was a a two-step process that I had to do because of, I said before, the rules that Facebook has regarding housing so not to go too deep in the weeds but I had to make one campaign that would show these people in New York um, Long Island uh, and uh, Connecticut a video and in this video uh, because it wasn't about housing I could select whatever targeting I wanted so I could hit that demographic with that video and then I took everybody who watched that video 50% or more and then I retargeted them with the ads for the homes down in florida and we crushed it so
0: that's cool that's yeah cool. and it, it, one of the things that struck me when you were talking about that is it seems like the internet is a moving target so Indeed, like
1: very much so
0: yeah so if you think you have a solution to something um if you wait more than like a couple of days <laughs> <laughs> <it's> yeah <gone. laughs>
1: yeah it changes quick i mean it's a you new know. problem uh huh. There's always laws changing and things that are going on that that affect people. You can't, can't. Uh, what what's the saying? Uh You can't sit back on your laurels. You yeah, yeah. have to be learning and getting better.
0: So there's nothing like just cashing the referral checks. And- no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. <laughs> Got to earn that money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so um, how do how do you integrate this? Business, you do this business from home? Do it from an office?
1: No, they, uh Right now, from home, I got two employees as well. Uh, but that's the power of the internet, right? You don't have to have to necessarily be in in an office. But I was telling my wife that because with all this stuff going on and now the kids are home and stuff, maybe I need to find a WeWork space or something <laughs> that I can you know, get a little more peace and quiet.
0: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's one of the advantages of being at home. You're already set up for this. Right. You mm-hmm. know, That's cool. Um, like, tell me, well, I was going to ask you how you integrate it with your life, but that kind of, you just did, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it is my life from when I wake up to when I go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the best advice you'd have for someone – who is, who's thinking like, maybe they want to get into this, mm-hmm. right? Into yeah. the internet, not into what your business is, but like, what would you tell them to do?
1: Sure. I would say use, you need to learn to be comfortable to use video. I mean, that's, that's where everything is at. That's where everything is going. Um, I think that one of the last statistics I saw was 83% of all content by the year 2021 is going to be video. And that's important to understand because these platforms, they know that. And um, what you need to realize as a business owner uh, is they're, even though they're, they're social media platforms, they're really advertising companies that use social media as a means of bringing eyeballs uh, to to the forefront. And since that's their focus, right, they're only going to show their clients, right? Us, the people that use uh, social media, what more of what they want and we're telling them we want more video. So what that means is in the future, some of these platforms, you're not going to get any reach when you just snap a selfie or you take a photo of an event or something and, and you put that on a platform, you know, they're not going to open that up for a lot of people to see cause it's not what people are asking for. It's not what's really drawing the eyeballs and they get paid by drawing the eyeballs. Yeah. So videos is going to be even more more and more important going forward.
0: Have you seen that examples of that today already?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. People will, uh, share stuff. Um, and you know, they'll like, well, I only got, you know, a couple of likes and a couple of comments or whatever. Uh, and it doesn't feed into the algorithm uh that these social media platforms have uh their 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 bias towards video because we 've told them that 's what we want and that 's what we watch, so use it to your advantage, play yeah. the game
0: so we all have to watch out for the cat videos,
1: yeah right exactly uh-huh <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're everywhere
1: <laughs> they are everywhere. people love the cat videos. Playing piano, you know, getting scared by cucumbers, um, all kinds of stuff.
0: That's great. Oh, it's funny. Um, uh, Even like this, this is a uh, um, – I was going to say it's a webinar. You know, this is a podcast, (laughs) which started out, it was all audio. Okay. Originally, it just Mm -hmm. went to iTunes and Stitcher, those two places. Yeah. And then gradually, it's like, oh no, I got to do video. wasn't a problem, like, but it was like an opportunity. I had to do video because now it goes only part of it goes to iTunes and Stitcher. The other part goes to Facebook and YouTube and all those places too. So yeah, it
1: gives a complete different dynamic, right? To yeah, what people are experiencing, and you know, that's the I tell a lot of my clients that's the power of. Uh, video, you know, in the real estate space, one of the main juggernauts is, is, is Zillow and realtors either love Zillow or they, they hate Zillow. Uh, and you know, Zillow, they get, and they see where the industry is going and they spend half a billion dollars in their marketing budget alone, uh, trying to condition, uh, people to, to come to their website and to use, use their services. And that's what I love about social media is, especially if you're willing to do video, is you can do what those big guys are doing, but on, on a way that they can never do, and that's on a local scale. They can only ever talk to people from a high level. They can't ever talk to people like we're talking now, right? They can't speak to their audience directly like this and give uh, relevancy on a community or perspective uh, on on an issue, uh, like we can. And that's, that's powerful. You know,
0: are you finding that the people, um, are adapting that are using it more?
1: Oh yeah. People are definitely, uh, adapting to it, but not, you know, it's, I find that it's, you either get people who get it right away and they're like, yes, like, let's do this. Let's go. You know, I got one guy who runs an insurance company and he's he pumps out a video every week, um, you know, uh, but I got other people who they don't get it uh, or they do get it, and but they don't want to do video because they, you know, like all of us, there's a little bit of, ins- there could be insecurity there. right? Yeah. What are people going to think? How am I going to look? All these things that in reality, no one cares about, but our mind makes yeah. it seem like they really do you know so
0: it's true no that's really true how that is um it's yeah it's kind of hard for some people and it is hard for some people to get onto video to get behind Mm -hmm. the camera um i even find that when in reaching out to people with skype and things right sure some people they resist turning their camera on yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh you know
1: the black screen
0: with the name (laughs) you know it's like Hey, you could you could be sitting in your shorts. You could be like whatever, yeah. And like it's there's I don't know there's nothing to be scared of. I guess that's the point. Sure, you know so that's cool. Um, so if people want to get a hold of you, right? They want to get help with real estate. Mm-hmm. Right, they can do that from you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can get help um, basically in, in reaching out to people. I guess is the thing
1: yeah reaching out to people telling a story that uh you know that that ideally that hooks them in uh we do a lot of one of the things we do is 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 help people with their stories so we have a framework uh that we take them through um, that helps them develop that and then if they're a client of ours uh we'll take a look at that and sometimes the story's actually really good. I had a client who had a really good personal story and they uh, put their script together and they just needed some, it just needed to be rearranged a little bit. So we took one part that they had further down in the story and we put it up towards towards the top. Because with, you know, with like anything, people's attention span is, is very quick. I think three to six seconds is the average on social media when people are scrolling through cat videos and pictures of their their grandkids and and all that other stuff. So one of the things I tell clients is when you start the video, don't waste your time stating your name, right? And who you are and what you do, you know, come out with that hook quick so you can stop people, you can get them to pay attention. And then if your story is compelling and they like what you're talking about, they'll actually sit there and they'll watch. And then you can save the introduction and who you are for the end when
0: you make your call to action by the time by then maybe they care who you are right exactly mm-hmm. so <laughs> let me ask you a question so like for this yeah you know this what would be a great front-end thing to to uh, attract people and capture their attention
1: uh for you for you uh, oh for me <laughs> uh, this is uh, about you not about yeah, me yeah that's true it is about me <laughs> Uh, you know, podcast is probably a different, uh, uh, arena, so uh, you can get away with, uh, with, with, you know, in having an introduction at the beginning. Um, you know, so maybe it would just be, uh, your name and obviously your, your elevator pitch. So Mike King with King family consulting, uh, we help businesses use social media, particularly Facebook strategically to have conversations with their ideal prospects or clients okay can and now this energy. is going to go up on
0: facebook too though
1: yeah it's good, it's
0: good. <laughs> okay <laughs> i didn't mean to put you on the spot with that
1: no you're good yeah you kind of did turn a little red here
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it just depends on how good you are on your feet that's true that's you know? true you gotta be yeah. gotta be nimble yeah yeah definitely um so like what else would you like to say to people today
1: Yeah, I just tell people, you know, if you're interested in having a conversation, I love uh, learning more about people and learning more about their business. You know, you can reach out to me directly. My email is Mike at King Family Consulting. Um, And then if you're interested, I do have a free resource uh, that you can take advantage of. It's a six part video training series. And it's really some of our best stuff uh, that we've done for clients. It'll teach you Uh, how to you know the framework that you want to think about uh, for our video process it'll show you how to make those uh, walk you through the scripting um, and then deploy that uh, out on social media so that you can build for yourself a little bit of omnipresence um, in your market and it's geared towards real estate but if you're uh, a a sharp thinker as a a small business uh, you'll easily be able to adapt it uh, to your business because the fundamentals are all the same. Um, but you can find that at killingzillow.com, www.killingzillow.com. Uh, you just opt in. The videos will be delivered to you every single day for the next six days.
0: And and why do the realtors want to kill Zillow?
1: It's really just a play on words. Zillow is the name of the, the company. And my yeah. coach, uh, I have a coach, and he's big in that industry. And he actually came up with that. They call him the Zillow killer uh, James Rembrandt. So, um, this was just a, a, play on that. So when realtors see that, you know, they either, they either get it and they want to check it out or, uh, they
0: don't. Yeah. So. It says a lot right there. Uh-huh. Killing right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. that's cool. Or the King family consulting group. Yeah. No,
1: no, the, it's just King family consulting. Okay.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Mike, thanks so much for being here today. And uh, good luck with everything.
1: Yeah, thank you for the opportunity, Steve. It was a pleasure talking with you.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Feck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.